You're listening to The Sport Market. Once again, here's your host, Tom Mayonecht. On the Sport Market Podium, funded by Alpine Credits, our top three sport business stories of the week in the bronze medal position, the media return on investment of Kelanova in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. They invested probably somewhere around 750 k U.S. as the title sponsor. Uh, and that's just a projection based on the fact that information came out that in their 2021 uh, tax filings, uh, they cited uh, $2 million of sponsorship. That was two years ago. But that's all levels of sponsorship, not just the title and presenting and, and associate sponsors, but all levels. So let's say it's 750k to a million. They achieved in a 24-hour period alone media value approximating 12.1 million U.S. dollars. So uh, you do the math, it's more than a 10 to 1 return on investment. Any kind of marketing, any kind of sponsorship that delivers that is a successful sponsorship indeed. Silver medal story, NFL on Christmas Day versus the NBA on Christmas Day. Make no mistake, the NFL is in a class of its own. Uh, Those numbers Uh, the best in some cases of more than 30 years of NFL television on Christmas Day. Still, despite being overshadowed, the NBA, in my view, needs to just stay the course with the quintuple header. Uh, They still aggregate audience. They still had an aggregate audience of 14.4 million for the five games. Put it in context, NFL had 25 to 29.2 million for each of its three games in the triple header. But our gold medal story on the podium, funded by Alpine Credits, it is the history that's being made January 1st, 2024, the launch of the Professional Women's Hockey League. It's a unified league. None of this two competing leagues, fragmentation. Uh, it's really good stuff. A strong television package that Sportsnet is involved with partnering with CBC. That's going to do so much for the game going forward. We've also been trying to look at the year that was 2023 from a local, provincial, national, and international perspective. And to focus in on the local, we're joined by Steve Ewan of the province and theprovince.com to go around the horn. And Steve, first, I'll just open it up. It could involve one of these Vancouver, BC franchises. But when you look back on 2023, what's your single high point if you can quantify it as such, and what is your low point when you look back at the year from a sport business point of view? From a sport business point of view, I, I would think the Christine Sinclair farewell would be the high point. I think to get forty six thousand plus people into you know into BC Place for women's soccer, which I think is the highest highest attended friendly um, in in soccer Canada history. I, I I think it's a great tribute. For her, I think it plays into uh, what you were talking about earlier with women's hockey. I, th- I think I, I, I think we're starting to get it. I think we're starting to get the the, the entertainment value of women's sport. I think we're getting the storylines of, of women's sports. I, I think we're starting to get into the personalities. I, 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 I think that's a good sign. Um, geez, uh, low point. I I I don't know. What were, what were you thinking? Low point. 
you know, I, I still think despite all the highs of the women's national team and Christine Sinclair, I still yeah. think there's work to be done. Uh, I know that Charmaine Crooks and the board of uh, Canada Soccer are, are, are working on it, but to have better relationships between the national governing body and its men's and women's national teams, I would put that out there. Uh, I also uh, think that there's, although they they had some successes. Uh, I think there's a lot of work still to be done by the Vancouver Whitecaps, uh, but also a tremendous opportunity. I mean, keeping on the positive, if the Whitecaps build on what they did in 2023 and, 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 and keep on building connections, regaining some of their uh, previously lost season ticket holders, you combine that with the rise of the Canadian Premier League with Pacific FC in, in, in Langford and Vancouver FC in Langley, I think those are some uh, uh, some 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 big opportunities. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I, yeah, I would go with just the. I, I just yeah, as a, a low point, I think just the fallout of of the soccer, oddly enough, too. So yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Vancouver Canucks, we've been talking about Rick Tockett. Uh, he took over January 22nd uh, of this year. Uh, we're now in a brand new season. This was the year that he controlled training camp. Uh, and certainly he has to give credit, as your colleague Patrick Johnson has, has given credit, uh, for a big part of this Vancouver Canucks turnaround. I think so. I, I think he's brought structure and discipline to he he's just been so calm. I, I like when they've been going well. He has guys been very excited when they've been, you know, had an off night or or several off nights in a row. I, I think he hasn't gotten overly excited, you know, overly disappointed. I, I think he's there's just a sense of calm there, a sense of now that there's a direction. I think it, it felt rudderless for the longest time, and I, I think now you you get a sense that that this is. This is where they're going, and and he's not getting too ahead of himself, but he's also, you know, he, he's also bringing that that sort of discipline and, and that kind of team mentality to it. You just you you go up and down the roster. There's lots of guys that are playing as well as you think, as well as you exp- hope they would play, if not better. And I, I think that speaks to the environment that that he's he's created. With the BC Lions, as we continue to go around the horn with Steve Ewan of the province and the province.com, uh, give us your high point and your low point of 2023, and what do you anticipate to be the biggest uh, uh, sport business storyline, football business storyline for the BC Lions in 2024? High point would be just the continued, I think, ownership being locked in on on on, on their brand and and adding to their brand and listening to fans and getting four o'clock games and getting, getting a game on the Island and, and all those things. I think, um, Amar Dolman is, is quickly becoming, uh, a real benchmark for, for sport ownership. Uh, I think he's, he, yeah, I think him, I, I think Amar getting into the SFU football fracas and, and trying to be a leader there. I thought, you know, was was a very good look for him. I think it showed how invested he is in the sport. It, it's going to uh, be low point. I, I think they I, low point. Simply, I think they have to find a way to to beat the beat the Blue Bombers. I, I think come you know come playoff time, they didn't they didn't feel like they had enough of a running game or or you know an ability to stop the run when it, when it mattered. 
So I, I think they, they need to find a way to become a team that, that A, can beat Winnipeg or B, uh, you know, be a, uh, a playoff, playoff friendly team. They do that on the field. They'll be going a long way to making the most of their Grey Cup hosting opportunity because if they beat the Blommers, uh, arguably they win the Pacific, uh, sorry, the Western Division, and they wind up being uh, at home for a Grey Cup this November. Uh, very interesting business bookends, football bookends and business uh, bookends. You've got the Grey Cup closing out the year of opportunity for the BC Lions in 2024, and you've got the uh, touchdown Pacific uh, kicking off the year, uh, you know, at uh, Royal Athletic Park in uh, uh, in Victoria. I think it's a tremendous opportunity uh, for the BC Lions. Uh, very quickly, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, uh, any highs and lows from 2023 or expectations from 2024 that you want to share? I just, I... I... I think I grew more and more impressed as the season played out. I think they they figured out what they what they needed down the stretch. I think they they had such a strange up and down year that if but they were building. I, I think they need to continue to build. I think they need to continue to add to their roster. Um, I, I think they I think they need to to stay stay in step with the Lions. To, you know, because I mean, obviously, the number one spot for for your sport entertainment dollars figured out with the Canucks. I think that number two spot, I you know, I would I would have the lines there. I, I think the Whitecaps need to need to find ways to keep pace, and I think that's going to be difficult. I think it in terms of um, having you know having a great Cup here, that's going to get a lot of attention, and it's going to get going to get a lot of. I, it, it's going to attract a lot of dollars to it. So I, I think that's going to be the Whitecaps need to figure out a way to combat that. Vancouver Warriors under Kurt Malofsky. Uh, any specific headlines in his first couple of months here in 2023? And then your expectations for the franchise on the business side and the lacrosse side in 2024? I think their game day presentation continues to be outstanding. I think it's a fun night. I think it's, I think they're attracting fans downtown to to Rogers Arena that, that aren't normally going to Rogers Arena. I think you're, you're getting a younger fan base. I think you're getting uh, a fan base that could grow into being Canuck ticket holders. I think it's smart in that way. I, I think you get them into the building and get them into the, you know, get them used to the whole setup. Um, I think Kurt is going to improve. I think Kurt's already improved the roster. Um, I, I think there's an expectation maybe with lacrosse people that, that they're either going to make a dramatic job. I, I still think there's, I think they're a year away from maybe that, that pushing for a title or, or, you know, going, going deep in the playoffs. I think they were four and 14 a year ago. I think if, if he can get them to eight and 10 this year, I think that's a great year. Eight and 10 and being right kind of maybe on the verge of playoffs on the cusp of playoffs. I think that would be a great year. And I think you take, I think you would get more BC free agents a year for for next season, <clears throat> and I think you'll you know you'll take an even bigger step. I think that I think the second year step will be the really big step for the Warriors. Going around the horn just for another uh, ninety seconds, two minutes here with Steve Ewan of the Province and the Province dot com. No question that a championship was a a big baseball story for the Vancouver Canadians, uh, and then the new ownership. Uh, yeah. With uh, Jeff Mooney and Jake uh, Kerr uh, uh, staying involved, uh, uh, 
in 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 senior roles and Andy Dunn continuing to operate the franchise uh, that seems to be the uh, the 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 biggest storyline uh, for 2023 yes and and I mean I they obviously moved it forward I think you're gonna see I well according to their affiliation agreement they're, they're going to need to be upgrades to the ballpark and I think uh, getting in with with Diamond Diamond Baseball Holdings, connecting with them, will will give them some capital to make that happen. Uh, I think you're, I, I don't know, I, I I don't know to what degree you're going to see them this summer. I think they're more next summer. I think it's going to take them a while to, to to really revamp things. I think that's what's interesting to me is is where is the ballpark going and and you know how's it how's it going to look and and how do they they did a, the last retrofit or whatever you want to call it when they you know brought in the left field stats I think they did a nice job of keeping the old ballpark feel but making it new I, I think that's going to be the challenge again to, to, to see if they can pull that off Steve, we'll talk more WHL, Vancouver Giants, and the other BC teams in the coming weeks and months, but I uh, wanted to take this time out to wish you and yours a very happy, healthy, productive new year and a great 2024. Thanks for everything you do for the sport market, not just today, but uh, week in, week out. It's much appreciated. Thanks so much. He is Steve Ewan of The Province and theprovince.com. Our closing bell is next with Samantha Chang of the Broadcast right here as we continue to rate and debate the bulls and bears of sport business on the sport market on Sportsnet 650 Vancouver and the Sportsnet Radio Network.